This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, hey, we do a podcast. What do you say on a Tuesday, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. I don't know if you heard the end of the show. I was screaming about my dog. I did. I was surprised because you've been in a really good mood all morning. So I didn't realize you struggled like I did last night with sleep. Yeah, I actually was seeing. I get these things every once in a while. It actually happened this morning. It's happened three other times in my life, all within the last few years, where I get this in my eyeballs. Like if I looked at your face right now, and it's better now, I would only see half your face. Wow. And I would have uh, diamond type of prisms in yeah, my eyeballs. Yeah, you've told me that before. Actually, when the first time it happened was a couple of years ago, uh, Memorial on our after our Friday Memorial Day show. Okay. And I actually went to the emergency room because I didn't know what it was. I remember you telling me that. But I was told that it's a, a migraine that doesn't cause pain, but it uh, distorts your vision. So you get the you get the side effects from the migraine without the migraine. Yeah, like I didn't have the migraine. I got to be honest, I'd rather that because I've heard some nasty things about migraines. I agree. Uh, as long as I'm not like driving or sure. don't have to read anything. Of like I, could, I was looking at like the computer screens in there and I couldn't see half the screen. It yeah. just was weird. Yeah. And it's like I could see your face, but I don't see your features. Like no eyes, no nose, no mouth. It's like wearing a mask. Like wearing a mask, Jerry. <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to do. It's I'm a tough kind of, spot. I'm kind of at my wit's end with the dog. It's really it's difficult too because you have no help, right? Like you know when you have a kid and you go through nights like that, and that's yeah. honestly that it could be the first two weeks could be the first. In my case, with my second son, it was the first year where he didn't sleep at all. Just was not a good sleeper, and then all of a sudden, like a light bulb, he became like the greatest sleeper ever, which was weird. You know, it's you and your wife. You can figure it out. If you have one crappy night, you know what? You sleep tomorrow. At least you can not have every night be brutal. Right. You're in a, you're in alone in this. The other weird thing is is uh, and I and I've thought about the child things I hear like CeeLo talking about it. He's you know, he's uh he's got a younger kid now too, right? He does. But like you do that when you're younger. That's why people younger have babies although nowadays people wait longer it's changed but you're right like i couldn't i guess i shouldn't say i couldn't imagine it i could i don't have the energy now it's i just don't like i had when i was 30 yeah and i'll, I'll give you a for instance for an for a for example or an instance so i think back when matthew was growing up i would be outside with him Every minute of every day, we would play football. And maybe because he was the, he was just him, maybe I felt a responsibility to go out there and just do things with him. And, I mean, I spent so much time with him growing up because these I've always had these hours. With Joseph, it's different because while he asked me to have a catch, to throw in the batting cage, to go play, I, I never say no. I always say yes. But I don't run out there like I used to. 
you know, if I'm laying down because I'm exhausted and I see him go out with the basketball, ultimately I'll get out there, but I don't just follow him right out. Like I just, so you're right. You don't have the energy to do what you did 15 right. years ago. Right. It's tough. Yeah. It's just an, it, 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 only because uh, people will reach out to me, and this is the the situation. The situation is just because, it, like, the dog will wake me up. The dog doesn't sleep more than six hours at a time. Um, the dog will poop six hours after eating. I figured that out. Right. But the dog does not eat consistently. People have told me, well, then when the put the food down for the dog, if the dog doesn't eat, you pick it up and put it down at the next meal. So the dog skips a meal. Okay. But these dogs in particular, when they don't eat, their stomach gets upset. Then she wakes me up because she wants to go outside and eat grass to help her upset stomach. Wow. So I'm either being woken up because the dog is hungry because I've taken the food away that she didn't eat. The dog is wants to eat grass because she hasn't eaten or the dog wants to poop because she has eaten. All three of those things. And, you know, I'm going to bed at like 8.30 and 11.30 she's waking me up. Yeah. And then again at 12.30. It's like, oh. and if I get up at 11.30 and walk a dog, I'm not coming in and going falling no, back you're to sleep. You're wide it's gonna awake. It's going to take me 40 minutes. Absolutely. Because now your body's awake. Right. Because now, right. It's different on the weekend. She wakes me up at 3 in the morning. I take her out for a walk. I come back and I go to sleep again until like 7. Yeah. But. It's a big deal. That that's also the issue, like with our hours. You know, if you getting up at seven o'clock and you let's say you want to go to bed to get some extra sleep at nine thirty, and you end up you can't sleep and you're up for two hours. Well, guess what? You still fall asleep by eleven thirty and you still get seven hours sleep. Right. For us, we have no margin of error. Yeah. It's that's the only drawback to the. It's the only drawback to these hours. Right. But it's yeah. legit. Yeah. So good times. Regrets. I've had a few. <laughs> you could rewrite that song. <laughs> yeah. Pickle, isn't getting a dog the greatest? No, it was not. It's not been the greatest. Why don't you and Sal go out for a drink? <laughs> he could talk about his baby and I'll talk about <laughs> my dog. Yeah, exactly. It's really unbelievable. Maybe I could just put a fence around my condo uh, association <laughs> building and just let her out on the fence. Why don't you train her in a big giant litter box in your house, in your condo? I do have a deck. I could just have her go out and poop on the deck and then... Uh, and then uh, Is it kids uh, fenced in, like, safely? The deck? Yeah. Yeah, she wouldn't go anywhere with the deck, but... I don't think you there's want that probably, either. There's probably something against the condo board uh, Against rules. dogs pooping on a deck? <laughs> About setting up a poop for you to... This is why we need to start training animals to poop in our toilets. Or a litter box. Or a litter box. Like the cats. Yeah. Oh, man, if I could get a big litter box. And you just could. Clean, I just clean it up every day. That's all. That's exactly right. Yeah. I don't know if you could train her at this point to do that, but you Who never knows? know. You never know. Never know. I feel so, bad for you. Yeah, it stinks. Sunflower seeds. I've got myself in this situation. Well, that's not even like that. That will get me home without right. dying, but it doesn't solve the problem. It does not solve the problem. I'm just trying uh, to get you home the, safely. And all of the things that go into lack of sleep. Of course, it does all ha- doesn't help that you also have an extra half hour ride. Right. That I've <laughs> added on. Right. That's the other thing. I've added on to my ride. What a dumb. Well, I mean, I normally think through things. Like, really. I really think. Uh, you overthink. Some would say too much. Yeah. I overthink too much. I really overthink things, and this one was a poorly, a poor decision. Getting a dog without a yard, living further away from work with these hours. What a dumb idea. 
That was just a dumb idea. You did research it, though. I researched it to death. They really undersold the effects of hookworms in these dogs. I will tell you that. They undersold that. Because these dogs have uh, medicine-resistant hookworm from living at the track, and they all have it. No and it kidding. takes them a year or more to get rid of. Really? Yeah, they really undersell that. They really do. Are you almost at a year? I'm over a year. Oh, God. Over a year. With the dog? Yeah. Got her May 15th. Oh, wow. Same day I moved into my condo jerseys with my anniversary. That, <laughs> Not sure if you heard. Me. That was the same day? Yeah. Wow. I picked her up the day I was moving in. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's downhill since then. It's been uh, well. You know, when I was working from home, it was working. You had the routine down. Yeah, she was walking a lot more. She was exercising a lot more. She doesn't do it anymore. She's lost interest in walking. So she's not tired. I, I, yeah, I mean, she's still tired, but I mean, she still sleeps a lot. She's just not going to sleep longer than six hours in a row. It <laughs> just doesn't happen. Yeah, that's rough. Because these dogs sleep, these dogs sleep in twenty-two hours a day, practically. Except when you need to sleep. I mean, I mean that my only solution would be if uh, the dog is asleep, I'm asleep, and I don't want to be sleeping four hours in the middle of the day, four hours at night. That's no way to live. No, that stinks. I agree. I totally agree. That's split sleeping, no good. Maybe she wants to come out of retirement, go back to racing. <laughs> <laughs> she could be like Tom Brady. <laughs> Funny. Good luck, goats, sir. The goats. Uh, more. Bad news, Sherry. Sorry for all the all the the downer stuff here, but uh, now that we're getting back to uh, seeing people again, Jerry, doctors fear that there will be a huge spike in sexually transmitted infections. Yeah, I'm sure. Can you imagine the the, the sex party that's yeah. going to start happening, including chlamydia, gonorrhea? Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this, though. Well, never mind. Experts are warning STIs, as they're calling them, sexually transmitted infections. Could return with a vengeance. So we don't call them diseases anymore. They're I thought infections. it used to be sexually transmitted diseases. They were. They were. I, mean, I guess AIDS still could be, and that is a disease. Yeah. So I guess there's a difference between the two now. I guess so. Well, I guess if you're single, you better be careful who you're uh, having relations with. Right. As you always should have been. Yes. But, but now, now you got to be even extra careful. Extra because careful. People might be going wild. Yes. The clubs still aren't open, though, I don't think. Yeah, like... Uh, like dance clubs. Yeah, DJs in Belmar is... To dance, though? To dance, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's dancing, Jerry. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, let's see what he says here. Uh... Like, I know the bars are finally back. Yeah. I just didn't realize bumping, grinding, and spitting on people... Oh, yeah, no, you were back, sweating was, was a thing already. With restrictions being lifted, Jerry... Uh, people are concerned about, quote, a summer of sex. This are you worried a... about a summer of sex? <laughs> you always have to worry about that, Jerry, a summer of sex. Are you looking forward to a summer of a sex? summer of sex? Not if there's STIs involved, the sexually transmitted infections. <laughs> it could lead to, it says, people sharing the trauma of staying indoors for a year could lead to more risky sexual behavior. Of course, with those binoculars you bought, you're going to have the summer of single sex. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with binoculars, Jerry. It's um, like a um, uh, I'm like a neighbor, neighborhood watch program. I'm watching for trouble. 
Oh, it's too funny. Watching for trouble, Jerry. My God. And then would you be interested in this? A Long Island aquarium is offering no. overnight stay I'm with a shark dive. I'm not going to a Long Island aquar- aquarium. No? No. The Riverhead Aquarium. I don't uh, want to go to Long Island. It's far. Either. I hear you, Jerry. It's very far. Long Island is very far. Long Island, like you're going to uh, Baltimore, yes? I am. I'm going to go Wednesday, I think. It's the same. Like right now, if you told me I had to drive to Baltimore or I had to drive to Baltimore. Long Island, I'd be like, I don't know, same thing. It is. Same distance. It's uh, Well, I don't know about that, but time-wise, yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It can take literally three hours to get out to where we did that show near Greg's house yes. a couple of years ago. Blue Point. Blue Point. It can take me three hours, less than three hours to get to Baltimore. Right. So if there's no traffic, it's literally 250. To Baltimore. Yeah. From where I Two live. Two hours and 50 minutes? That's it. That's it. Is Baltimore closer to me or the, to you? Uh, probably it- me because of where you are and how you would have to get to the turnpike. Oh, okay. I think, you know... Well, Baltimore's I, a turnpike type of uh, place? Oh, yeah. it's right, Baltimore's right off I-95. So turnpike straight right to the exit for the stadium. It couldn't oh, be easy. Really? So I think it's as the crow flies. I'm sure point to point, you're closer. Right. But the driving, I bet you I'm a little I'm a little closer. Oh, that's the saying as the crow flies? That's the straight yeah. line from one to the other? Yeah. Like a crow, you're saying, Jerry... He or she, the crow, doesn't need to follow roads. Right, it goes just straight to its destination. It's kind of like sometimes when I punch in on the on the map between here and work, it says it's like forty miles or right. like twenty five miles. But then you put the directions <laughs> in, and it's not, and it's sixty two miles. Right. That's yeah. why, like, I'll look for if I go on the map and I'll look for you know whatever I'm looking for something at Home Depot, and it'll say you know your list of stores, and it'll yes. list the ones that are closest to me. It's like yes. all right. The one in Hazlitt's here. Staten Island's the next closest one. Like, right. what? <laughs> no, it's not. But it is as the crow flies. As the crow flies. Like 12 miles away or something. Do you think we'll ever get to the point where we can fly like crows and go to stores like that? Like in little, you mean like we're going to have wings on our arms? Yeah, or wings mean, on our arms. No, I don't think so. But do I think we might have individual flying vehicles? Yeah. I don't know if we'll see it in our time. I think maybe soon after. Yes. I don't know if we'll see it though. Then again... Inventions and technology, things really happen quickly. I mean, hell, a guy's going to go to space next week, right? Bezos? In 11 minutes. I mean, give me a break. So maybe, I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's a great question. Takes us 11 minutes to go around the block in New York City because you get light, 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 light. Sure does. And he's going to space he's in 11 be in minutes. Space. I mean, God, awful. Just awful. Hmm. Anyway. Maybe I'll just start smoking weed and that'll relax me. Or have the dog start smoking weed. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I did give the dog CBD because people have sent me dog CBD products. Okay. Yeah, don't do anything. CBD doesn't do anything. You need the weed part. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that, but I will tell you okay. Yeah. I, it sounds about right. Because CBD, every, again, like CBD, everyone claims uh, cures CBD everything. cures everything, which means it cures nothing. It can't. It, if it cures everything, it cures nothing. Right. That's what I say, Jerry. It's like medicine in the 1500s. Right. Take this aspirin, you'll be fine. Right. You die three days later of cancer <laughs> all over your body. If I give him the medicine. We need to cut your leg off. Just take this aspirin. We'll relieve the pain. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, aspirin does nothing. Tylenol, as far well, as... aspirin per- thins your blood, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Aspirin's a blood thinner. Well, what does that do for I'm me? In sure. the, like, if you're in pain, how does that... Does pain, that I don't know, but, I mean, it can avoid blood clots. But, like, we used to take aspirin for a headache. 
Yeah, nothing works for me except Advil. Yeah. Tylenol doesn't even work for me. Right, Tylenol to me is for a fever. Okay. I would think uh, I think it reduces a fever. I don't know if it takes any pain away. I don't know. It's a great question. I use Advil for everything. Yeah. And not often, but that's my go-to. What about naproxen? That's pretty good as well. What's that? I don't that's know that uh, that's like a that's like in the Advil family, but it's a different drug. But it's called naproxen. Never heard of it. Available on your uh, uh, over the counter. Never heard of it. It's the what like in Walgreens, Jerry would probably be called the Walproxen. Does anybody take Bayer anymore? Bayer? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just an aspirin. I think. Is it? Yeah. I have. A, I think I still have a bottle of Bayer from like 1988. <laughs> In our closet. <laughs> My grandmother was a big bear and Sanka coffee. Sanka. <laughs> Those are things you would find. That was in the your... orange uh, container. Yeah. I remember. My parents used to drink Sanka. I don't think it was real coffee, Sanka. I don't think so either. Well, it was decaf coffee flavoring or something. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You think anybody does the instant coffee anymore? Yeah. Because I still see it really? in the stores quite a I lot. I feel like that's like so yesterday because yeah. of like the Keurigs. Right. Yeah, the instant coffees where you just pour the pour it in right. and put the yeah they do still they're still selling them in the stores. Hmm. Got to be doing all right for themselves. All right, all right, Jerry. Let's do the warm up show. Okay, I'll try to be a little less ornery. Be safe going home. Thank you, Jerry. I will be. Uh, we will see you uh, tomorrow then. Uh, what's tomorrow, Jerry? Wednesday. Wednesday. All right. See you Wednesday. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, here we go, it's Tuesday morning, 5.03. It is the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details, along with the Eddie Scazzeri. I stare at the man, the myth, the legend. His name is Al Jordan Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Good thing we don't take calls on here, because we'd be getting all those people furious at... Uh... Sal, Sal was fired up. Sal was fighting Yankee fans at the end there. You know, it's funny, though, because there's many times where we hear Sal um, basically begging people to call. Yeah, begging uh, <laughs> at the end. As soon as me. she started getting a little fired up, the calls started pouring in yeah. to either defend or kill the Yankees. Tremendous. Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, he was going to uh, scream people down, shout people. You know, turn your we radio did. on at uh, four fifty in the morning, you get screamed at. One uh, one caller, he said, "Quote, get out of here with that crap," and hung up on him. <laughs> Good day. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. I was when Sal gets fired up. Yeah, Sal like reminds it. me of a crisis. It's sound ridiculous, but he reminds me of a cross between Mike and Chris. Interesting. Yeah, some people don't like a, sh- a quote unquote shouter. I like it. Uh, it doesn't bother me. If Here's when I it like doesn't bother me. If the shouter knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. And knowing Sal and how much and how serious he takes all this, he knows what he's doing. When you're doing a show by yourself, you better be a shouter. Otherwise, it's dull and boring. Boring. You bore me. You're boring. Exactly. Yeah. I was just seeing that uh, Jim Fossil passed away, uh, Jerry. He was uh, 71 years old. Yeah, really a surprise. It was a bit, a bit of a surprise. I uh, heard it on the 3 a.m. update. Yeah. 71, though. 
You can't say he died young. No, 71. I can. Mm, no, I can. actually, seventy two is the cutoff. I do say so. That. He did die young. I think he did die young. But here's what's weird: like he was here on Earth yesterday. Yes. Where is he right now, Jim Fossil? This is a philosophical question, Jerry. Where do we go? His body is still here, right? But he is not here. And hopefully, yeah, he's in Giants Heaven, Jerry. Right. Now, none of us know that. Right. But we can hope. Who else is in Giants Heaven? Uh, Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford has passed away? Is yes. Y.A. Tittle still alive? <laughs> no, Al. He's not, right? No. Wellington Mara. Wellington Mara. Passed away probably 10, 12 years ago. There used to be a song, I believe the Righteous Brother sang many years ago, ago called Rock and Roll Heaven. It was about all the people in rock and roll heaven. Right. This is like Giants heaven. It's a very depressing start to the well, show. Well, not really, because I'm celebrating the life of Jim you Fossil. You just said he was with us yesterday, and where is he today? I was just asking, like, where... That's what's so weird about death. Like, where is he right now? Well, I told you. Nowhere. Nowhere. No. It's very sad. Although, and, if you listen to people that have had near-death experiences, they will all tell you... Or most of them will tell you. Not that all. Was, not most of them. The, the 17 you've seen. 100% of the people That's will tell you. That's 100%. It was a beautiful experience, and not, they didn't want to come back. Yeah. I saw that on a TV show once. It was fiction. A fake. It was a fake show? Yes. Oh. No one knows. Yeah, we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. Until we can really come back. Although people that have come back from, from being dead for like a few minutes tell Some you about heaven. people, not... Everybody. That they met their families. They met their friends. And sometimes they're told, um, yeah. it's not your time. Didn't Howard Stern once have a deal with someone that passed away? That he said, did. when you pass away, if there's a second life, come back and give me a sign. I think Valerie Harper, the actress, he did. And it. has he gotten a sign no, yet? No, but he also claims he's forgotten what the sign was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, no. <laughs> that, that doesn't so she get... could be sending him signs. <laughs> okay, whatever, dude. But I will say... Not that it's there's nothing good about this, but he went to the hospital, according to the story, because he had chest pains. All right. And he passed away while sedated. He was uh, so, he looked great for his age. He did. I, that's why I was shocked when I heard it. I really was. One of those older guys that could still beat me up for sure. Yeah. Like I mean, 71 year old could def that guy could definitely beat me up if it came down to it. I got to tell you this. Fisticuffs. There's a guy I want you to meet. All right. So, you know, I do this cornhole league on Mondays. There is Team Rosner. It's a guy and his dad. All right. His dad's got to be around 70. Al, he is jacked. And when he gives you a handshake, yeah. dude, it's like, don't break my hand. He's got to be taking something, He's Jerry. got forearm. You can't be 71 and jacked. He's probably I, he shooting is, up testosterone. I don't know allegedly. what he's doing. All I'm telling you is this dude is no joke. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you certain, have to meet this guy. Listen, there the older guys still around today are guys that have done military time. You're right. right? That's you're very true. And those guys got forearms like Popeye. Yes, because for whatever reason in the military they work out your forearms. I don't know what it is, but no, no, he's still working out. Oh, he is because he works like he's t like you can tell. Could he beat up his son? Still, he could kick the crap out of I think anybody. Right. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. Speaking of military, I just thought this was very cool. Right. I would love to see what you think of this. So my father was in Vietnam like your dad was. Yes. My father got together yesterday 
with four guys. He was the squad leader, my father was, with four guys that worked with him or under him, whatever. Is that right? First time they had seen each other since like 1971. Really? Yes. Where'd they go? Olive Garden? No, they went to my dad's house. Oh, they came why, to your house? Why does that come up, da- Olive Garden? Because <laughs> my dad sometimes beats his... <laughs> His Delta, his Delta friends. He worked at Delta for many years. <laughs> they go to Olive they Garden every Thursday, Olive Garden. <laughs> like once a month. They might meet funny. at the Olive Garden. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. So seventy-one or seventy, I forget what year it was. To now, so they hadn't seen or spoken to one another in fifty years. I thought that was cool. That is cool. I hope they took photos. Yeah, I well, I don't know about that. Well, how did they decide to meet up after all these years? I don't know. Somehow, one of the guys that my dad was with. Um, in Vietnam, contacted my mother or got to him somehow. And from there, they talked a couple of times. They decided to get together, and it turned out that there were four of them that came. And, you know, it was 50 years ago. Right. And so they all traded photos and stories and all that stuff. and Put each other in Which headlocks. is really neat, but it's got to be depressing, too. Yeah. I would think. Know what they should pose for one of those? Know what I love? Uh, uh, a photo from, like, a long time ago. Sure. And then the same people in the photo posing the same way in a today photo. Right. It just, that but not in cool. Vietnam, here. Here. Right. Exactly. Because usually it's really cool when you get it in the same oh, spot. Oh, yeah. No, no. We got it. Like that, that is awesome. But yeah, so I thought you would find that interesting. That is interesting. What about this next time? Olive Garden. <laughs> Maybe. They meet up with my dad and his <laughs> friends from Delta Airlines. They could be more of a, a hula hands. A hula hands kind? Oh, the little bougie. <laughs> bougie. Little bougie of the I think of bougie is where Boomer veterans. was playing golf yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Boomer sent us a photo of a bougie place he played golf. Yeah, I've played there. Very, it's very nice. In a very fancy town in New Jersey. That is true. That is very true. I was hoping that he wasn't far from where I live. Did and you get the call for dinner? I no, didn't. I was hoping I didn't because <laughs> I was already eating my, my chicken and sweet potatoes. At 4.15. At 4.30. <laughs> And he's not joking, by no, the way. That's true. I know. I know. I've also, Jerry. Uh, I, I have to tell people you've got to. If you own a home, not this isn't one of my commercials. Don't it, tell me about the one year no, anniversary. No, no, it's not, yet. Jerry. This is you. not a commercial. <laughs> this is this uh, Lisa Wilson, Zach Wilson's mother. Yeah, on Instagram, she's terrific. She always buys these things on Amazon. She does product reviews. She shows you how to cook things. I'm glad I'm still. In on her Instagram because she banned a lot of media members. She banned Greg. She banned Greg, right. Uh, I'm not banned. So I'm very careful. I don't say anything. I don't respond to anything. Maybe I send her a message to see if do you not. like Al Dukes from WFAN Sports Radio in New York. No, do not tell her. That's what I do because I'm going to miss out on all of her household tips, which are very good. That woman, she does not have a – well, she, she's a fitness instructor, but she is cooking for that family constantly. When you have, she's athletic, really cooking for the Instagram post. Let's be honest. When you have athletic boys at home, right? As she does, Jerry, you have athletic. How many boys. brothers does he have? I don't know, a couple, a couple daughters. <laughs> she's got some daughters. They got so a big she's family cooking for the family. They got a big family, right? But you know, you've got teenage boys. One, they when he goes to eat something, he eats a lot of it, right? Ah, uh, yes. Like if he wants to have cereal, the box will be gone, right? Correct. That is true. Right. They, so. He had three of his friends over yesterday. They yeah. went through a case of water, about 17 bags of Doritos, and 32 uh, mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks? Yes. See, and a, and a pizza. You got to get on this Instagram, Jerry. Yeah, I, you know what? You know I have an account. I'm not just not interested. You're not, I you're can't. Not interested. It's too much. All right. I barely do Twitter right now. Right. I don't have the time. So I, I, maybe I'll check it out. I'm probably not blocked. 
You're probably not blocked, no. You know, but yes, I think I logged in the last time you told me about this six months ago. Yeah, so I'm still interested. I'm still following. It's interesting. Okay. I see the Islanders won last night, Jerry. So did the Nets. Islanders and Nets. We had no Mets, no Yankees. They had a good night. They're off. We call it Winner Tuesday. Oh, Winner Tuesday? Winner Tuesday. So uh, the Islanders game, though, is sort of interesting. Uh, the coach of the Bruins, Bruce Cassidy, not yeah. happy with the officials, Jerry. Not as much as the headline reads. Is that right? No. no. Uh, I, you know, I read all his quotes. I believe the headlines. I read all the quotes. He couched a lot of what he was saying. Correct. But he still said things like, they're not the New York Saints. He did say that. They're the New York Islanders. Yeah, he did say that. The exact calls that get called on us do not get called on them. That and was I don't his. Know why. But see, that's to me. I thought he was killing the officials. Like there was one headline that he was that basically made it seem like he was calling the Islanders a sneaky, dirty team. Oh, filthy! That's not what he was saying. He was just saying he was basically saying call it evenly. That's all. Which. I mean, okay. It reminded me when I used to lose a video game sports, and I would blame the controller. I'd be like, this controller. Yeah, you're like guys that play golf, and they go buy a new new driver because they think it's the club, <laughs> as opposed to them sucking. <laughs> Here is Bruce Cassidy. I believe this is the one clip. I think they sell a narrative over there that um, it's more like the New York Saints, you know, not the New York Islands. You know, they play hard, and they play the right way, but... That, right. I, I feel we're the same way, and the calls, the exact calls that are getting called on us, um, do not get called on them. So, so that, right. So he wasn't bad mouthing. Not at them. all. He's they play hard, they play the right way. But why the are you not calling any penalties on them? Yeah, like I, I honestly think that that was a very misleading story, storyline. Mm. I think. I think. I think he was very complimentary of them. Actually, he was, but I think he did that because he didn't want to come across as he was complaining. About the Islanders, you're right. He was mainly complaining about the refs. Yeah, I get. I'd be honest with you. I never heard him speak before last Me night. Me either. So I don't Sounds know. Good. <laughs> he could be on TV one day. He had no. Uh, is he Canadian? Bruce Cassidy. <laughs> Aren't all hockey guys? <laughs> Somewhat. He's actually Russian, Al. Cassidy is not a Russian name. Maybe he is. I don't know. He doesn't sound Russian. I think they sell a narrative over there that um, it's more like the New York Saints, you know, not the New York Islands. Maybe he is. I don't. I don't. He doesn't sound Canadian to me. He sounds like he's from, you know, Buffalo. But, I mean, maybe he is. Maybe he's from Manitoba. Hold on, Jerry. I've is he got from, some information. Hold on. Is he's he a from Canadian. Saskatchewan? He's a Canadian. Is he really? Okay. Former professional ice hockey player and current head coach of the Boston Bruins. Now, you sure he's Canadian didn't play for the Canadians? That's a great question. <laughs> he was born in Ottawa. All right. There you go. He's 56. Okay. Good for him. Bruce Cassidy. I mean, Bruce Canada's Cassidy really like. And the Sundance Kid. Where we are anyway. It's the same thing. Although, don't say anything bad about them. The Canadians really come after you on social media. Uh, the the Canadians do? <laughs> do you remember one time I said Canada sucks? I got... Well, you went overboard. No, I didn't. You said Canada sucks. I said just... it doesn't compare to us. Right. That's all. And then Canadians came I got you. murdered on Twitter. Really? <laughs> yes. I would think Canadians are very soft-spoken, very polite. One guy said I should be banned from ever crossing the border. I said, oh. fine, I don't want to cross the border. You didn't go to I'm Niagara good. Falls, Canada? I went to Toronto. Toronto. Two years ago with Rutgers. Oh. Very nice, by the way. Yeah, here, Toronto's, Toronto's a lovely really nice. uh, visit. Uh, Montreal. 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 
And they're good strip clubs in Montreal. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, Niagara Falls. I've been on that side. Isn't Niagara Falls in New York? There's a Canadian side. Oh. That's the side I went on. Canada side. Okay. How long did you stay and watch the waterfall? I went right over in a barrel. <laughs> what cartoon was that? Woody Woodpecker? Oh, like all the cartoons. I feel like Bugs Bunny would go over nah, in a barrel. Bugs Bunny, that was it, maybe. Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. Woody. That was another one. Woody. If Woody would have gone to the police, this would never have happened. That is very, very true. That was true. a classic Woody. When we come back, a oh. little radio tease Ooh, before Alan tells you, you about something? a stupid anniversary again. What are you again. talking about? Um, well, you're married, like four years. Uh, when we come back... Silly mm-hmm. or smart? Is a game show? A little game. All right. We'll play. Here's a game I've been playing. When are my anniversary gifts showing up? Because <laughs> I've been in my home for one year. It's a condo. It was the best decision I've ever made, so I really don't need a gift. The gift was buying my own place and building equity in a home. I owe a big thank you to Carney Bank. You know how much I love them. They make the mortgage process very easy. My mortgage loan officer was always accessible personable and quick to respond even when i sent text messages while he was at dinner first time home buyers do not hesitate to explore carney bank visit carneybank.com slash mortgages that's carneybank.com slash mortgages member fdic equal housing lender here's all you need to know about carney bank al is a giant pain in the ass and they actually liked him and closed the deal so there you go quick break when we come back Silly, I forget what I called it already. Silly or smart? Silly or smart. Silly or smart. That's coming up next. It has to do with the Nets, who won by a billion points last night. And then also Nick Talk as well as Tom Thibodeau is the coach of the year. More on the warm-up show and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, number one with meatheads in the gym. Those new liners are still not in there. What is going on? They're, They're not in the rotator. Why? I don't know. Lazy. My like, who goodness. does that? Who puts it in the My rotator? Zach, that is some sort of technical issue. Oh, well, that's By the happens. way, Jerry, this is... Silly Love Songs? Silly Love Songs. Yeah, very good song, actually. Paul McCartney. Is this Wings, too, this or just wings. him by himself? This is Wings. This is not him and uh, his wife? Uh, well, Linda? she was in Wings. Yeah, but no, no, no. Remember I told you driving in once, I saw a song that was by Paul and Linda yeah, McCartney. No, no, this is not. This and it was wings. awful. Okay, good. Uh, warm-up show with you on a Tuesday morning. So before I said we're going to play silly or smart. Right. This pertains to a post-game question to an athlete. All right. Now, Kevin Durant is with the Nets. I call him KD. You can call him KD. Um, he last we saw him before he was with the Nets, he was injured. Okay, you tell me if this is a silly question or a smart question. All right. This was on TNT with our friend Jared Greenberg, who's very good on NBA TV. He's also the one that Greg Popovich was clowning. Remember a few years ago where Popovich wouldn't ask any questions? Yes. And he was, you know, and they was joking with him, but it really made you sweat if you were him. Very uncomfortable. So here was Greenberg on TNT with Durant, who scored 32 points last night and looks just outstanding. Tomorrow will mark two years since you initially injured your calf. 
I know you worked your butt off to get to this point, but did you ever think you'd be this good? What do you think? Good question. So you're saying is this a silly, silly question? question? Smart question. Uh, I'm not going to call it a silly question. I think it's an all right question. How do you think it's responded to? I would think he would say, uh, yes, I was uh, expecting to be back in this, and it's good to be back at this point in my career and my health. Is that a real question? Oh, boy. <laughs> of course. I mean, yeah. what, what, what you want me to say to that? Of course well, I, I mean, did. It's pretty <laughs> You could say that. that You could answer. Every athlete could answer that way to every question. Is that a real question? Is that a real question? <laughs> what? And then at the end, I love Greenberg. At the end. He must have been. All right, well, I'll come up with some more real questions for you next time. <laughs> you think he was sweating it out? I. You know what? I don't. I thought that was a fair question. <laughs> it is. I don't. To me, I don't like the way he ended it. It like it just ended abruptly, like as I'm first thing for my first thought when I first heard the beginning part of the question was, you're putting the injury thing in his right. head. Like, why would you do that? And then he goes on to say, did you think you'd be this good? And now I would have kind of, I mean, who the hell am I? But I would have actually followed that with, do you think you'd be this good this quick? That's a good question. I, something Jerry. like that. And as Duran, <laughs> is that a real? Of course, question? I thought I'd be this good. Like, yeah. why do you think I'm doing this? I would, yeah, I, if I, I thought it was a good question, and I would have been if I was Duran. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, this is where I expected to be. This right, Duran could have done that. To do he could have just answered, uh, yeah. This was after the game where they he won, he uh, scored <laughs> yeah. thirty two points. He did. He was feeling cocky because they blew them out. You know what's so so interesting about him? Because I actually watched this press conference last night because I got home late. And he is so – I love – I really do. I love the guy. He's fun to watch. His press conferences are generally good. I like him on that podcast. Even after – they were up by 49 at one point in that game. Even Damn. after a game like that, he's like, we haven't done anything. We won our two home games. We got to go win in Milwaukee now, and that's a good team. We got to be ready. It's not like, ah, they suck. We're going to – no. Completely focused, businesslike. We've done nothing. Now that game in Milwaukee is Thursday. Thursday, yeah. I thought the Bucks were good. The Bucks are good. Well, they're they getting blown out. Charles Barkley said, in his opinion, that they completely panicked last night once the Nets started hitting some shots early. What happened to Giannis and Tampatacupo and his brother? Okay, <laughs> Thanasis. Thanasis. Yeah, no, no, no. I think Chris Middleton right now is the one that's taking a little bit of the heat. Do you expect the Bucks to win one of these games? I do. I do. But this, from an outside I think, yeah, perspective, I definitely Jerry, do. everyone was saying this was the the real championship game. These it's are so the two funny best how games. everybody just dismisses the 76ers, who were the yeah. one seed. Is that right? And I know Embiid is banged up a little bit. Banged up, he scored 40 points the other night. Hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't think the the, the Nets are just going to sweep through into the fight. I don't. I think the Bucks, when all is said and done, will win a game or two. I do. And I think the Sixers series is going to be tough. I don't think there's anything. If they beat the Hawks, by the way. Okay, so let me ask you this, Jerry. So let's say the Nets win this series. Right. Then they play Philly or Atlanta. And then they play. Someone out west for the finals. And that's it. So they've got to win this series, another series, then the finals. Got to win 16 games. They've gotten six so far. Correct. Six and one in the playoffs. Six and one, half dozen of the other. How about Durant's over-under last night? Over-under? Yeah. What was it? 32 and a half. <laughs> it's amazing to me. 
How do these Vegas people know, I Jerry? Know. I'm sure they screwed a lot of other things up. Yeah. That, to me, though, is just incredible. 32 and a half, he scores 32. And he didn't play. I don't think he played any of the fourth quarter. Um, and 32 points, 12 of 18 shooting. And Kyrie had 22 points. Yeah. It was funny because Kyrie. you got Durant, who really is very good with his time with the media after these games. So he's doing the Zoom thing. And behind him, Irving shows up on a, I want to say like three minutes into it or so. Irving goes behind him and sits down next to him. And Durant finishes the question. Then he answered another one because he can tell that Irving's not on camera yet. So as he's finishing up this question, the camera then finally pans to where they're both there. Durant looks at the camera, can tell that they're both there now. He looks at Kyrie, goes, your turn, and just gets up and leaves. (laughs) Do you think if you were a player, Jerry, you would be a guy who talks to the media or you would be douchey to the media? Uh, Probably both. A little bit of both. I think you get tired of it, especially if you're a star and they want to talk to you every day. I'd be cool to the like the legit news things, but like blogs and things I wouldn't talk to. I'd be above that. Yeah, I mean, I guess you. it would take you a little bit of time to figure out who they were. I'd be, what are you, a podcast? That, that's what you do. Oh. I'd be like, I'm only talking to the big networks. I'd talk to ESPN. And they do. TNT. They do. WFAN. Frank Isola. Frank Isola. Mark Berman. Although Frank Isola is in studio now, so he doesn't he ask is? the question. Yeah. He's on the Nets, uh, the, uh, Nets postgame and oh. pregame. You did not I know that. I thought he was a Knicks guy. Do you? you uh, I actually did know he was doing that. You did. But it was weird because he's known as a Knicks guy. Yeah, I don't know when. I honestly couldn't pinpoint switched. the exact time he switched. But this is he's also been more TV now. You know, he went over to ESPN. He was doing that that show at like five o'clock or something. Yeah, I forget Around the name the of horn. it. Yes, and that now he's throwing this stuff in the mix. He's really a TV personality more than anything. Yeah, I don't he know. Pivoted, I don't know. Jerry. Does he still write? I don't even know. I think he does still write for the Daily News. But right, he pivoted. Which we don't we don't get papers here anymore. So I don't go to that website any longer. The Daily News one is rough. Well, they cut so much of their their no sports kidding. staff. So they fired a lot really, of people. They don't really have exclusive stories that you can't find anywhere else. That is very true. Where the Post still does. Well, they have the, the Post is a million writers on staff still. And a million writers. And a million writers. Yeah. Yeah. And the next Tom Thibodeau, Jerry, NBA Coach of the Year. Yes. Well-deserved or? Hmm. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it was a team that was, you know, thought to win 22-23 games. They won 41. I know it went poorly in the playoffs. Yes, it did. But regular season-wise, they far exceeded expectations. I really believe they have completely turned around the thought of this franchise. I don't know if that'll do anything in the offseason or if they can get someone here, but I think there's a big change of thinking uh, in the way you perceive the Knicks now, and that's largely due to what he has done to this team. So yeah, I think he beat. It's I think I heard. I'm sure Eddie saw it on Sports Center. He beat Monty Williams, but Monty Williams got more first round votes than he did. But he had so many second place votes, he outscored him basically. Do you think he played basketball? I do. It says professional co- career. He entered the NBA in 1989. Oh, as an assistant coach. Yeah, I don't know if he played in the NBA, but I would say he played somewhere somehow. He played basketball at Salem State College. Okay. He was a captain. All right. And then right into coaching? Then right into coaching. Okay. I always wonder about these guys. Like, he like Stan Van Gundy. He was like a starting center for the 76ers back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, these, this uh, Tom Thibodeau, he's aged over the years. He's, he's got terrible hair. Yeah, they, I'm seeing a photo here. Wait, from, from 1979? 
No, I'm seeing a, a photo of him here from 2011. Oh, when with he the Bulls. The Bulls. Well, you, that looks like a basketball coach. Good thick hair. Not thick hair, but hair. But wasn't a comb over. Widow's peak. He's got the big widow's yeah. peak going on both sides. Yeah. He's got a, this big thing in the front. Yeah, he still has that thing in the front. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's funny, though. Like I, Looking at his career, and then I, before talking about uh, Jim Fossil, looking at his, these, these guys that are lifers, they moving around a lot. They have to. They're sure. all over the place. Yeah, because you're always, usually, you're taking the next step in a different city. This is Tom Thibodeau, Salem State, Harvard, Minnesota Timberwolves, Spurs, Sixers, Knicks, Rockets, Celtics, Bulls, Timberwolves, Knicks. My gosh, I gotta like tell every you, year the guy's changing uh, places to live. I think that's cool. Just when you get used to knowing where you're But think about how many is. different experiences he's had. That's true. And how many different cities he's seen. Like I think that's I would love to move somewhere every two years. Really? I would. I couldn't do it with the kids. Well, you got to figure out where's your what restaurants are in town. But that's you don't think that's fun. Where you're going food shopping. Time out. When you move to Bradley yeah, that Beach, was fun. it's neat exploring new places. Is, that's true. As opposed to, I, and I know you like boring. I get it, and you like routine, and I like routine too to a point. It's like the same restaurant. It's yeah, enough. You're right. So I would every couple of years, maybe not every two, maybe every five. Every five years, you pick up oh, and you move to another part of the country. I would country. love to move to Arizona now for five years. And then after that, move Dallas. to Dallas for five years. And then maybe after that, California for five years. I'd like to see in a cold city like Minnesota. I have no interest. Where you gotta, I don't want any part of a cold Where you got to put a heater on your car battery. No, thank you. We experienced that. We, we almost lost Eddie to death. Right. You know, I'm good. I don't want to see Minnesota ever again. Do you know these, uh, the, what's the electric car company, Tesla? Yeah. Do you know that... You can set your Tesla up so that when you get in the car, it's climate controlled. Okay. That's pretty cool. You get a Tesla now? No, I have nowhere to plug it in. I bet you, you know, at your place, no? No. Hmm. Well, that would be a problem. That would be a very big problem. I'm going to run a really long extension. <laughs> Into your condo. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break, 25 in front of 6. Warm-up show until 6. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. Don't go away. Alan Jerry. Two great tastes that taste great together. Oh, that seemed new. Well, there's one new one. So maybe someone's not lazy. Oh, I might just wrote on my nasty emails. They're For not real? in the rotator. I found them. Oh, oh okay. Not right. nasty. It was very polite. Oh, okay. Well, Eddie, Eddie's not lazy. We know that. He's lazy. He's Eddie's lazy. lazy. Yeah. What do I have here, Jerry? I have two interesting items. One, the fight between Floyd Mayweather and uh, Logan Paul. There was some uh, conspiracies going around. And when you look at the video, I think this is true what they're saying. That supposedly Floyd Mayweather caught Logan Paul with a right boom and knocked him out, but didn't want to knock him out and end the fight. So when he popped him and he his body him. gave out, he held him until the round ended. And then he got his wits together in between rounds. What I don't, when I honestly don't understand about this, like yeah. anyone's upset about it, it was an exhibition. Yeah, I'm not sure anyone's really upset other than that. Maybe Who we would have liked to have seen this guy get knocked out. I would like to see Logan Paul get knocked out. You didn't watch it. I know, but I would like the I like the idea of him getting knocked out. Okay, because I don't like these guys come. All these guys think they're boxers now. And they're not. You can't go. No, they're not. Floyd of course not. Mayweather. If Floyd Mayweather wanted to fight, he would have beat him in thirty seconds. Exactly. That, but my, that's my point. But I would like to see him knock him out, and he knocks him right in the head, and Logan Paul's going to go down. Like in a real boxing match, he would have just backed up, and he would have went timber. Yes. 
And that's where, like, you know, I told you yesterday, my son and his friends bought it. And I said to them, why? <laughs> like, you realize you're not buying a real fight. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe credibility. Credibility for who? If Floyd Mayweather wants to beat him, he will beat him soundly and quickly. Right. It's, you know. It's like what he did with Con. I forgot yeah. he fought Conor McGregor. Remember? Of course. Guess who probably paid for that stupid fight? <laughs> you did. I probably, it'll be on my next cable bill. <laughs> Right. Who knows what those things cost? I have no idea. That could be no $70. You have no idea. Actually, oh. I think it was $50. $50. I saw people complain. I'll tell you what. I'm taking that out of his bank account. <laughs> I am not paying $50 for that. Do a withdrawal. Make each of those kids. It's called a transfer. Yeah. Right into our account. A little transfer for that Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather Good fight. Lord. And I see Robert Kraft. It was his 80th birthday. He got himself a couple of gifts, Jerry. He got a uh, birthday Bentley. When was the last time you got a birthday Bentley? Never. Right. Uh, this came from Jay-Z, Meek Mill, and 76ers slash Fanatics owner Michael Rubin. Okay. So I they got this, together to buy him a Why? I guess uh, I guess this was a hard-to-find Bentley. Cause, uh, Robert, what is the whole Jay-Z connection to? I have no idea. I know the Meek Mill thing. I know that he went. I know Robert Kraft went to. He wasn't Meek Mill. We sound like two old guys. Was it Meek Mill in jail? Oh, you're right. And I believe Robert Kraft was trying to get him out. And I think had a little part in that, getting him out early. So I get that. What is Jay-Z's tie in the guy from Fanatics? I'm not sure. Selling a lot of Brady jerseys? Something going on, Jerry. Hmm. But he got himself a nice powder blue Bentley. Powder blue. Which they say, whatever Bentley this was, was very hard to find because Robert Kraft was genuinely very excited. What's the coolest gift you ever got for your birthday? I mean, clearly you're not getting any anniversary gifts for your new condo. Yeah, no matter how many times I remind you guys. Coolest birthday gift you've ever gotten? Probably a Team Murray bike. BMX bike. Team Murray. Well, that seems fair. When you were like 12? Yeah, something like that. Or 11? 19. Well, either way. Either way. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'd have to think Team about Murray it. Bike. I do remember, I think when I was 13, my parents, we were playing a lot of roller hockey. I remember my parents for one birthday got us like a regulation hockey net. Is that right? And it had thick piping. Like right. it was awesome. It was made Really well. thick netting. Yes. And that was like, make sure you bring your net to the game. That was a cool gift, but I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Listen, he didn't get a Bentley until his 80th birthday. So when I turn 80, I'd love for someone to get me a Bentley. You want a Tesla with the climate-controlled interior. The other thing he got was a dog. See, that seems like an issue to me. It's a a cross between... A a, sheepoo? Is that what it was called or something? Yeah, it's a cross between a shih tzu and a poodle. A sheepoo. You just said that weird. Yeah, because I'm afraid. <laughs> they say it's a lovable hypoallergenic dog. Jerry. I'm sure it is. It's very cuddly. You think he'll want to return it after three months like you? <laughs> no, because it probably has a team of people taking care of his poodle mix. I guess. I don't know if Robert Kraft has people taking care of his dog. Robert Kraft not running that dog out at one thirty in the morning like I am. Like in, like a Walking on the boardwalk in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. Got to be some beach town there he's, he's living by. Robert Kraft, 2 o'clock in the morning, the yeah. dog wants to go out, yeah, kicks it across the room. <laughs> he just puts his dog in his brand-new Bentley and drives him to the dog park. He might. He might, but maybe you and uh, Bob Kraft, you guys can become lifelong friends. I'm dog Bob Kraft. Think he'll run into weirdos on the boardwalk? Bob Kraft? <laughs> he goes into massage parlors. Yeah, I forgot remember. about that. Right, okay, yes. Forgot about that part. I understand, yes. 
And uh, I don't know if you saw any of this yesterday, Jerry. This Jacob DeGrom. Yes, this video I did. Yeah. Yes. A video emerged. Uh, some rando person on Twitter posted a video cheating allegation against Jacob DeGrom, uh, showing a video of DeGrom going to his belt before a pitch and then touching his glove. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's one video. I, yeah. That, to me, means nothing. And I will tell you, and we, we had this conversation with someone last night because of the whole Garrett Cole situation. Yeah. If Jacob DeGrom is cheating, I'm not watching sports ever again. You're going to bail. I could, come on. Honestly. Well, uh, his teammates took to Twitter, Thomas Nito being the first of them, saying... Tomas Nito? Tomas Nito. Saying, uh, if Jacob DeGrom is doctoring... If Jacob DeGrom decided to doctor the ball, no one would even foul it off. That's what he was saying, Jerry. That it would was be weird. cool. No one really came to the defense of Garrett Cole. Well, because I think it's an admitted thing. Oh. Isn't it? Mm. Yes or no? Uh, I don't know. He's admitting to doctoring balls? I feel like that's... Sticky balls? I feel like the Garrett Cole thing has been out there for really? a really... Because he was a fi- he was a fine pitcher in Pittsburgh. He sure was. When he went to Houston, that's when the whole spin rate thing... And that's also the analytics of MLB started to become um, more and more in your face. And I think MLB Network had a big part in that because as they fill programming, they started to have analytical shows. And I think that whole spin rate... What is that on TV? I think um, the whole spin rate thing began with Justin Verlander. Remember, he resurrected his career from Detroit. When he went to Houston, he became like, he found the fountain of youth. And it was all about spin rate. And I feel like Garrett Cole was lumped into that. I feel like, you know what, Jerry? So maybe not admitted, but thought of. This is what happened with Mike Scott all those years ago. He scuffed the ball. Houston again. It was Houston. This, Houston, if you want to go scuff Houston's balls. Houston's a problem. You go to Houston. <laughs> you want to use sticky balls? Where do you go, Jerry? Houston. Houston. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to Carton Roberts yesterday. No. <laughs> you? Their claim. Well, not their claim. Craig claims that, you know, it was, uh, it was uh, Josh Donaldson, right? Mm-hmm. He's on the Twins. Yes, he wants him to throw right at him. Yeah, he says that if the Yankees don't throw at Josh Donaldson, <laughs> fire Aaron Boone. the fire Aaron Boone, because Josh Donaldson called out Garrett Cole. Yeah, he did. And, and unlike these Mets teammates for Jacob DeGrom, who they came to his defense, none of the teammates came to Garrett Cole's defense, although Cole is supposed to pitch one of these games. Correct. Let him do it then. And that's why Craig wants to see him throw at Josh Donaldson. Yeah, right in the, and I, right I, the back. Square I in the actually back, under, I understand that. Do you I, think that will happen? No. I, I don't, don't either. I do not. I could be wrong, but I do I not think that's I don't think it's going to happen case. either. Um, I do like, the one thing I did hear was he calls them the New York Borings. The Yankees? <laughs> yes. So does he, I'm going to, serious question. We worked with him for a long time. When Aaron Boone comes on on Friday, does he say the manager of the New York Borings, Aaron Boone? No, but he says he will. He does claim that he will say, I called for your firing if you didn't throw at Josh Donaldson. I don't think they will. I, I don't I, either. I don't think Cole will. You know, will Jordan Montgomery tonight? I don't think so. The Yankees are facing their old uh, pitcher. Michael Pineda. Michael Pineda. Yeah. Who wasn't Pineda the one that had the black stuff on his yeah. in his hat in Boston, right? Yeah, but that was against the Red Sox. We would so say you're allowed to cheat against them. <laughs> no, <like> them. Yeah. <laughs> it's they're more accepted. Yeah, because they're just a bunch of punks I, up there. I don't, I don't think that's the way it goes. All right, one quick break. All right, and then uh, we'll come back and wrap things up. Oh, Jerry. 
I'm celebrating one year in my condo. It's been going on. For a year. For a long time. I've been celebrating. If you're sick of paying rent like I was and want to build equity in a home, get in touch with Carney Bank. They made the entire mortgage process very easy. Things that would have taken a few days at the big banks were done in just an afternoon at Carney. I wouldn't recommend anyone else. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers a ton of savings. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll get you right to Boomer and Geo at the top. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, JR is in for Amy. Hmm, interesting topic. I wonder what he's discussing or thinking about. Change is inevitable. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Knicks blow out the the Nets blew out the Bucks last night. Islanders a good win in Boston. They're coming home to try and wrap things up in Game Six tomorrow night. And the Mets and Yankees back in action this evening. Warm up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. I heard Evan left the show early yesterday to go to get to the Barclays Center. Yeah. Got to be there. Playoff game. He did oh, one, yeah. Oh, yeah. He did one of those classic moves, which I've done in my life, which is he did a dry run before uh, going. It's like before I would start a new job or if I was going to go somewhere sure. new, I would do a dry run the day before so that you knew where you were going, where you were parking, all those things. But he was going on the subway. Very risky. Grandmothers get kicked in the face on the subway. It's probably so much faster, though. And for yeah. him, time was of the essence to be there for first pitch. You get a young first redheaded boy a young redheaded boy coming down the, the subway. <laughs> what was with his haircut? Uh, he got a very close cut on the sides. I did hear Craig ask him if he gave a picture of a penis to the barber. <laughs> Which he says he did not. It should make me look like this. He did not give a photo of that. But, yes, he's got a very short haircut. And then he did that move, which I can't do, which is watch uh, sports on DVR. He does that all the time, though. Not do that. But that's also why when Evan shows up for work, he has basically seen every play of every game. Because if he can't see a game, he records it, goes home, and watches it. You have a hard time watching uh, sports like that. You have a hard time watching sports. Period. What are you talking about? So difficult. What was the last game you watched, start to finish? Start to finish. It's a great question. Uh, (laughs) NFL. No, you watch the red zone. <laughs> no, I do watch some Jets and Giants all the way through. All Jerry. the way through. Maybe the Super Bowl. Maybe. Super Bowl. I don't even buy you. that. No, no, I went to bed at halftime. Right. <laughs> I don't I believe that either. I'll say a championship game. Championship game, yes. 100%. Both championship games, both oh, the uh, divisional games, not the wild cards. All right, so you like the playoffs. Yeah. NFL playoffs. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco start your day at 5 a.m. with a warm-up show.